and we're live. I like that little counting you got there. Uh, you got the metronome on, dude. <laughs> Hit him with the three, two, one. Yeah, dude. All right, what we got here? We got... Let me know what you think of that. The blueberry pomegranate. Aha, sparkling bitch. Not a sponsor. Yo, one of these sparkling bitches companies is going to sponsor me, dude. Have you seen... Um, Oh, you don't got Instagram, man. No. But, but, dude, I got all these pictures of, like, the different bubbly waters I drink, like, with a joint. You follow like, them? Oh, you post just, them. I post them, man. I'm just going to, and I just, like, quickly tag them in it. This one's really good. Have you tried AHA? I actually haven't before. Mm. I might have, dude. But I usually stick, like, when I don't know one, I'll stick with, like, the lemon lime. Uh, the safe flavors, dude. This yeah, one's really good. Yeah. It's, like, I think their thing is, like, combining flavors together. Hmm. Just an interesting take. Dude, there was this one I bought recently from Walmart. It was like, I don't want to say it was like Ice Mountain, but it looked like the Ice Mountain logo. It was like Ice American Mountain something. made them. Yeah, but this one was actually sweet. And it, it, it was still zero calories, but it was like probably like artificial sweetener. Was it Spindrift? I don't know. Oh. It, it had like American something in the name. But it had like mm. an Ice Mountain like logo. But it was, it was good. I got like a cherry limeade thinking it was sparkling water, right? And it was actually sweet, but it was good though. Smashed on it. Yeah, that whole market just like kind of exploded the whole like sparkling water and then like the, the hard seltzers too. Yeah. White like even shit. you got these companies who have no business getting in the sparkling water game. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out, you got like Bud Light and like PBR sparkling waters. You got the Blockbuster sparkling water. <laughs> Making a comeback. Yeah, bogus. But yeah, dude. What do you um what do you think of Sopranos so far, dude? Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I just started watching The Sopranos a couple weeks ago. Started out a little slow. I wasn't that I wasn't that interested in it. Like for the first, I don't know, maybe like four or five episodes. Yeah. And then like shit starts happening, and then it, and it starts picking up. And then I watched ten episodes on Saturday know. last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, already on season three, episode one. Episode one I just finished. And uh, yeah, I'm getting yeah, I'm getting like almost breaking bad vibes Dude. on how good it is and like how addicting that it is to watch do you feel like it's you get a different experience like when you binge it like that like like you watch 10 episodes in a day right yeah like, i did the same thing with narco season two i watched the whole thing in one day mm-hmm. just like sat there and watched it and i i felt like i kind of had to go back and like watch it episode by episode to understand the chronology a little bit better yeah you know what i mean I, I think it helps you follow the storyline a lot better when you're able just to like rapid fire That's shoot true. them off. Yeah. But on the flip side, I feel like it would have been more suspenseful to watch The Sopranos That's in true. real time as the episodes come out because it's like certain plot lines develop. Like, you know, it's like, oh, they got to hit out on Tony. Oh, shit. And it's like at no point am I like, oh, I wonder if Tony's going to get whacked or not. You know, it's yeah, like they're yeah, not going to yeah. kill off the main <laughs> character. It's like, bitch, I already know there's seven seasons yeah, of this motherfucker. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, it's it's just every scene is so, like, meaningful that it just demands your attention. Yeah, man, it's easy to get, like, kind of relaxed with it because it feels real, you know? It feels like you're 
it's like that's totally like a 90s household or early 2000s household like everything the scene is really accurate but every dialogue really is worth paying attention to man because you could tell they put effort into it like the it's very detailed you know the way the way they talk about things and the time they take with the plot but i don't know it's one it's one of the best shows dude and i think that it's it's also a little bit easier to digest than some of the other HBO shows. Like, I watched The Wire. Yeah, yeah, The Wire's good. And it was really, really good. But sometimes you, like, really have to focus yeah. on, like, what's going on with the scene. Because, like, it'll be, like, two dudes. Like, a lot of slang terms being thrown around. A lot of nicknames being thrown around. And it's, like, two minutes in, you're just like, wait, what the fuck are these guys even <laughs> talking about right now, man? Yeah. And you gotta, like, rewind it. Like, there were times where I had to rewatch a scene, like, five times in the water <laughs> before I could even, like, realize what was going on. Um, but it's just, it's just different. You know, The, the Wire is, like, the amazing. Is... It's almost like, dude, The Wire is almost like, uh, I feel like I'm watching, like, a play, like, a playwright or something, because it's just, like, the script is so sophisticated, you know? Yeah, they, d- no, you're right. It's like they do an elegant job yeah. of making like something like so raunchy and like dirty like come to life, you know? I don't know. There's it's not like as on I don't know, it's not as like dirty as you think it is though, right? There's like this artistic flair to it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. The plot is really complicated, man. I I actually watched that show like 3 times, you know? The Wire? Yeah. Oh my god. Like, dude, it's one of those shows, man. You pick up on things like the the more you watch it, you know? Yeah, but the uh, Sopranos just has everything. It's like it's hilarious. Yeah, it is funny. Dude. It's like really legitimately funny, like the shit that people say. It's got good writing, like the the cast, like the the parts that they picked, like the actors that they picked for each part are like everybody is perfect. It's convincing, man. It's very convincing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So I didn't know. I didn't know if I was gonna be hooked at first, but gave it a chance. I gave it a chance. Damn. I kept going. You're a good man. <laughs> God damn it. What about you? What have you been watching? Dude, I've been watching House of Cards, bro. And like I said, I don't know how I feel about Kevin Spacey after his whole uh, <laughs> boy touching ex, but who knows about that? Uh, um, he was acquitted. <laughs> <laughs> Glove don't fit, dude. <laughs> But uh, nah, dude. I um, I've been I've been binging it. You know, just every night I'll watch like an episode. But it's like it's another dense show, dude. Like you have to pay attention. There's a lot of political jargon. I'll Google like what the shit means, like where it fits in Congress and like legislation, kind of what it takes to pass it and what do you need for it. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I'm like diving into it a little bit. <laughs> so it's a, it's a good show though. It's the the plot's good. They make they make. Uh, politicians out to be really like these interesting individuals like they're not all like family people they they have weird tastes weird tendencies like what power does to them and their egos and stuff like that so i don't know it's, i mean it yeah I, I tried watching that like the first few episodes and it got to the point where it was like I'm not sure I know enough about our <laughs> political system to even I understand what the hell is going on here. Like, I'm about to hit up my seventh grade social studies book real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Senate, the Congress, House of Representatives. Hey, like, what the three branches that? Right fucking checks and balances. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I, I think that 
in terms of House of Cards, it's probably an accurate depiction of how corrupt some of these people actually are, you know? Yeah, it might be dramatized, obviously, because it's a TV show, but I'm sure shit like that goes on all the time, you know? Like, all the little hoops you have to jump through and, like, the the people you have to please to get some funding, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I was kind of uh, reading that Obama book for a little bit. Which one? Um, I forget what it's called, man. But he, like, says that, like, political campaigns are, like, all backed by funding, you know? Oh, so sure. imagine what you got to fucking do to get funding and stuff like that, connections and stuff like that. So it can get dark real quick, I feel like. And I also, I think to, to rise to, like, a level of power that high, you have to have, like, that back you have to backstab and you mm-hmm. have to be like you have to have like that top dog mentality like be I'm, I'm gonna fuck over as many people as possible to get as much power as i'm like trying to get right now yeah it's like i don't care who who i gotta like fucking step on to get there who i gotta like throw on the bus it's just yeah i'm doing it it's crazy dude um yeah man i don't know it's 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 kind of it's a it's it's like a harsh reality you know that pe- some people are like that to yeah. do that you know at the same time, though, there's probably, like, some expectation that that's going to happen to you. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> with some of these dudes, I could, see, I could see them, like, getting totally fucked over and just being like, all right, like, I see you, man. Like, good. Okay. What's up, <laughs> just playing the game, you know? <laughs> hey. Fucking, that's what's up, dude. Fucking bent me right over. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um. But yeah, I'm still on season one. I think there's six or seven seasons. And you never, you never seen it before. I've seen like bits and pieces of it. First I don't know, like why I would watch it that way. But I've probably seen like an episode here or there. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know you. That one movie you told me to watch, some Nocturnal Animals, bro. Mm-hmm. That one had me fucked up for a little bit. Uh, that was great, a good one. Great movie. Yeah, I, it's funny. So, you know, I'll. When people ask me, like, we'll talk, you know, like, just like this, I'll, I'll talk to somebody else, like, a family member or something, and be like, oh, but what movies did you watch recently, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, my, my brother and, like, sister-in-law or something like that, I'll be like, oh, watch, you know, Hereditary. <laughs> and it's just, like, not a movie that, like, anyone's prepared for if, like, you know, they're not used to, like, an A24 film. And, like, they'll j- just, like, come back with, like, the just, like, terrible reaction. You know? <laughs> <laughs> And I'll be like, damn, I, we probably watched some fucked up shit, dude. Just uh, a little so bit you off like, color. You, you recommended Hereditary to someone who like dude. wasn't necessarily a horror fan. Well, you know, or... it's funny because I don't really... It's like, I'll hang out with people like... You know, like, I, you're the fucking person I probably see the most, honestly, like right now. Sure. So it's like, we're talking about like this shit all the time. So it's like, <laughs> when I talk to somebody else about... Um, what I recommend they watch. Like, there's definitely good artistic flair in A24 films, right? Sure. Like, it's worth kind of... If you can get past, like, your initial emotional reaction to the situation, you can kind of appreciate, like, how they put this together, right? So I'll recommend a movie like that to anybody, for the most part. Then, <laughs> they're just going to come back and be like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> let's, not, let's not go over there again. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I watched that movie and it ruined my life, man. <laughs> so I quit my job. I can't sleep. <laughs> Gotta put in my two weeks, dude. No, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I, I think it's interesting, like, how the 
wide of a like spectrum of reactions there are to horror movies yeah. it's like some people just like cannot handle like even like mildly scary movies yeah it makes it, it's it just like I don't know, it makes people think thoughts I guess they didn't want to, don't want to acknowledge or don't want to like triage properly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, or like talk about, but I don't know, man. Like, you know, we talked about that scene in Nocturnal Animals where, and I'm going to fucking just, you know, not, I'm going to go right into it. <laughs> but, go ahead. Like, um, the, uh, the scene where like they get pulled out, you know what I mean? They, they get onto the side of the road. Like in the beginning. Yeah. And the, the tension in that scene, like how... You know something bad's about to happen. These guys are kind of just fucking around, but they can definitely do some terrible shit, you know? And it's stressful. It's so stressful. I feel like people aren't going to want to feel that, you know? They're going to be really uncomfortable by that. I agreed, man. I When you see a scene like that in a movie, you always try to put yourself in that situation. Yeah. Because it's like, for those... For those who haven't seen it, it's pretty much like <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal and his family are driving down the highway... And, like, there's this real sketchy group of, like, redneck-looking motherfuckers in, like, a El Camino or something. And they're, like, driving real reckless and trying to, like, pass them and, like, go around them and all this shit. And then Jake Gyllenhaal gets a flat tire. What? Do they? Right? Wait. So, no, no. I don't think he gets a flat tire, right? I think they're, they're like, you know, running into each other. And I think one of them maybe pulls out a gun or whatever. They pull yeah. over. And then I think one one of them probably like let the air out or stabbed the tire because I don't think he had it when he okay. pulled over. His All car right. was just kind of fucked up. But okay, anyway. but I don't know if he knew that. But anyway, it's like it in Jake Gyllenhaal's mind, like they're pulling over and they're acting like they're gonna help him, like change his tire. Right, right. And it's like if I was in that situation, it's like yeah, I would be scared that this dude, like these sketchy ass dudes. But it's like. At the same time, you you want to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? right? You're like, right. I mean, what if these dudes are just actually trying to help me get out of here? Nothing bad's gonna happen. Yeah. But like in the back of your mind, like your initial reaction to that situation, like that fight or flight your response fight is like, these dudes are gonna fucking rape and pillage my family right now. Yeah. I mean, it makes it just like <clears throat> ten times worse that he's with his wife and his daughter. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? If it's like, it's one thing to be by yourself and let all that shit happen, but. Dude, it's like you gotta be accounted. You gotta account for them too as well, you know? Cause it's like, dude, he Jake Gyllenhaal looks like a fucking able-bodied guy. He might be able to just outrun him or something, sure. you know? But like his wife and daughter definitely can't. So right. that option's not there for him. Yeah, and I I think that 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 in particular is a situation that a lot of people are like really afraid of, mm -hmm. like being abandoned on the side of some desolate highway and like having to deal with some local. Yeah. Like dude and I, I just think it's interesting like the different situations that horror movies like put an emphasis on because I feel like every situation is like somebody's worst fear yeah so it's like someone's gonna be watching that movie and being like yo that is my number one fear yeah. ever <laughs> and this movie is I can't watch this anymore dude a hundred percent it's just gonna be too uncomfortable at that point and I think that goes for, like, all fears, too. Like, whether it be, like, drowning or, like, claustrophobia or, like, whatever it may be. There's a movie that is going to play on that fear. Yeah, totally, <clears throat> totally. Did, that one... I mean, dude, even the opening credits, 
Waymo's fetch. Oh my god, I, I was gonna tell you about that before I, I recommended it to you, man. I was like, yo, don't let the intro <laughs> stray you away. No, don't, don't let it lead you astray. Like, how terrible, dude. Like, it went on for a long time, dude. Yeah, man, I was so like, I'm glad I, I stayed with it. <laughs> I was just like, yo, what is this gonna start? Like, dude. Is this what the whole movie's like? Goddamn, man. Yeah, dude, that one. And then you watched Good Time, right? Yes. That one was a crazy one, too. Yeah. Yeah, that that's another one where it the every scene is like so chaotic and it goes the same thing with Uncut Gems. Right, you know, right. It's the same director. Same director yeah. And it's like I feel like those dudes in every movie they make they just try to make every scene as like irritating and um just like chaotic as possible to get people yelling at each other you got someone like trying to make a phone call you got like <laughs> dog barking in the background Dude. and just they're they're really good at like building tension in certain scenes and they go on for like just long enough where it's almost too long but they find that sweet spot and then they like give you a rest for a second you know what i mean and yes. then they go right back into it. it's it was crazy like we were talking about that first scene where he was uh talking to like his uh, psychologist or whatever psychiatrist that um Pat, robert panson's brother mm-hmm. and he the, the guy's like you know asking him why he gets mad and stuff like that and you you feel because you don't know the, the dude yet right you don't know his character you think he's gonna flip out like any minute he's like kind of like why are you asking me that like he's just getting really frustrated and the tension's building i, I was like dude he's gonna get up and knock this guy out <laughs> yeah he's gonna go into like a, a rage on him. <laughs> But yeah, dude, that's a that's a crazy movie. And dude, he fucking sprayed that like acid on that guy that like in that the security guard. Mm-hmm. Dude, imagine how fucked up that guy <laughs> is now, man. Like if that's real, he's still <laughs> fucked Don't up. Don't ruin dude. that guy's night. <laughs> Just trying to fucking protect the carousel, my dude. It's fucking domed him out. You always gotta like. I, I appreciate movies like that where it's you don't necessarily like enjoy it but you can't stop watching yeah. it's like I, I it's like I enjoy it but it's like this is not an easy movie to watch you know just because you're just like your senses are being assaulted it's like one you're like waiting for it to like tie up or get to the end but like it's like it's terrorizing you along the way you know what I mean because you yeah. once you commit you gotta watch it I don't know it's interesting man yeah I can't. I like. I love. I kind of love their movies, dude. They're they're really really cool. I watch pretty much any A twenty four movie. Yeah. There's there's another one that I watched called High Life. It had Robert Pattinson in it actually. Wait, did it come out recently? Uh, yeah, probably in the last year or two. Dude, it's on Amazon Prime and some video. But I honestly, I don't even know if I would recommend it. Oh okay. It's just really really weird. <laughs> it's, it's about like these. It's like a spaceship. And it has like all these convicts on it. Yeah. And it's like they're like supposed to be like some experiment where they're being like shot into a black hole. Mm-hmm. And like that's their punishment. Like instead of being in jail, you get to go on a ship and like we're going to send you across the goddamn universe like into a black hole, you know? And then they do what there? It's. Just like kind of. It's it's just weird, man, because like the whole none of the movie is about like their actual mission or like space or like anything. 
it's just pretty much about like the weird shit that these people are doing to each other like on the ship and i don't even really know how to describe this movie honestly i mean maybe i'll check it out dude i mean there's bound to be some misses dude you know like because of the genre they're in i'll I'll, yeah i'll I'll still watch it but it's like yeah it's all these convicts and then it's going like back and forth between like you don't really know like what time period is what because mm-hmm. the like one scene, Robert Pattinson and like his daughter are completely alone, and then like in the next scene, there's like people everywhere around them. Yeah, but it's like as the movie goes on, it's like you find out that they're like, like everybody on the ship died, you know, and it's like I, I, that's not a spoiler. Like you find that out like in the very beginning, but it's like it, it's just very hard to like focus on like where is this on the timeline sometimes you know mm. you don't know like the order of operations pretty much <laughs> <laughs> you guys got the fucking document for this dude mm. it's one of those movies where after you watch it you like google it and like you just be like this movie explained you know uh, like somebody <laughs> explained this to me <laughs> somebody kind of put the pieces together yeah dude, for sure man <clears throat> i did that after nocturnal animals i thought like I had to kind of get a little deeper on the connection between the story and, like, um, their relationship and stuff like that. You know what I mean? How it was, like, symbolic of that. Yeah. I was kind of confused about it, but, yeah, people were saying that shit, too. So, that made sense. But, yeah, I got... <clears throat> that's how I've been doing a lot of that, watching movies, dude. Um, what else, dude? I just finished up... Dude, you listen to the most recent... Uh, like Bill Burr and Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. I just finished that one off. That one was good. I gotta start a new one, but a new podcast, a new um, a new Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, okay. What do you think are what, you? What are, what are some of your favorite ones, dude? Uh, I like I like a lot of sports podcasts, I like the Bill Simmons podcast, just because yeah. they talk about basketball a lot, um, fantasy football. Uh, <clears throat> other than that, I listen to a couple guitar podcasts. Nice. What is that? They play the guitar or they no, no, them? no. It's like just talk about guitar. Like, That's cool. It's a really niche like podcast, and like nobody listens to it. But it's called. Uh, it's one that I watch. It's called the Riff Hard Podcast, and it's actually it's hosted by two guitar players, like metal guitar players in bands that I really like. Nice. And they just have on like other metal guitar players, and they just talk about like yeah, guitar and like practice routines and like touring and like funny shit. You know? That's kind of cool. Like, something that you can like really relate to. Yeah, hundred percent. Because it's like it's like it's pretty much like interviewing like all my favorite musicians. Yeah, you yeah. Know, man, it's it's kind of amazing like the wide variety of podcasts that are out there. It's like I when I was like when I found it, I'm just like, damn, I can't even believe that this exists. Like, yeah, there's yeah, an yeah. audience out here for this. <laughs> Dude, there's so many things out there for everybody, dude. I feel like that's really was one one cool thing about like, you know, this like past year, year and a half that like a lot of people are coming out with like their own shit and stuff like that. And it's just, dude, you never know, right? What could appeal to somebody else, you know? Like, it's it's fun, kind of. It's a cool thing to do. Yeah. What about you, man? You gotta be. You gotta have like a niche like podcast that you're into. Um. <laughs> You know, I I listen to I'm I mainly listen to Joe Rogan podcast, dude. Yeah. I'll like sit down for like thirty minutes a day and just mm-hmm. like, listen to the Joe Rogan podcast and fucking color or something. 
but um it's like i, I don't know because i spend my time like doing a few other things too you know what i mean like so um i listen to joe rogan a lot but I, I meant out one of my original question was have you listened to enough joe rogan podcasts where you have like a, a favorite couple guests that he's had on or do you not feel like you're no i do on? i used to when i was commuting like 50 minutes each way I yeah pretty much listen to damn near every one of his podcasts hey. um i i haven't really watched too much of him in a while i, I always like it when he has neil degrasse tyson on like that's <laughs> yeah. always a that's always a trip yeah uh elon musk is usually interesting to listen to mm-hmm. and then you got the comedians you know you got bill burr you got greg fitzsimmons and you got uh what's that guy's name i can't think of it off the top of my head but uh yeah i i feel like and then and then he always he has like doctors and yeah, like yeah. nutritionists he just has a knit like a, a knack for finding people that are interesting to talk to yeah it's really interesting <clears throat> um He's, he's like, it's funny to see, like, he's got, like, different moods and shit like that, you mm-hmm. know? Like, so when he's with, like, you know, the people he's he's comfortable with, he's, like, different. Or, you know, that one where he was kind of on shrooms with Post Malone. Like, yeah. Was, it was, like, funny, like, to see him that way, you know? Yeah. There's other ones where he's real serious and shit like that. One I really like is the one with Ed Norton, dude. Yeah. That That's yeah. a really good one, I think. I did listen to that one. I, I just feel like he's really good. He's, he's a good interviewer, you yeah. know? He... he, he is good at facilitating a meaningful conversation Definitely. with people, and uh, sometimes he's also not afraid to call someone out on their shit yeah, too. Yeah, you know, it's like sometimes they'll have people who are like conspiracy theorists or like someone who's like objectively a little like off kilt, you know, yeah. <laughs> and they'll like say some bogus shit, and he'll be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> rewind that real quick," back. you know. Uh, I mean, I, some people don't like Joe Rogan, but I definitely think that he's a, he he runs a really good podcast. Man. There's something to learn, dude. Like from the way he can just like, you know, like some. You ever feel like sometimes when, kind of like when we were talking about the movies, you know, when when you're talking to someone, and like sometimes like I'll do it too. Like I'll talk too much, you know, like maybe talk about myself too much or something like that, or. Um, you know, sometimes people have tendencies to, like, if you say something that is different than my opinion, like, maybe I won't say something. Or maybe, you know, there's, like, there's like all these little, like, barriers yeah. that can, like, derail you from having, like, a meaningful conversation, yeah. right? And I feel like it's a skill, you know, that Joe Rogan has. It's a, skill, it's a good skill to develop to kind of not just, like, throw yourself into everything or let your beliefs and opinions get away and really understand like what the person is trying to say in front of you and where they're coming from you know so it's like it's an interesting skill i feel like to build yeah yeah he he doesn't he doesn't hijack the conversation even if even if the dude is like the most monotone like vanilla motherfucker like he'll still (laughs) let him like say his piece without like cutting him off or like trying to like make jokes in between or something so he doesn't hijack the conversation and then he too yeah he doesn't have a problem like disagreeing with people you know, it's like just because someone disagrees with you doesn't mean that you can have like a productive conversation. You know? Yeah, and that's always a good thing to to have as an as a, as an interviewer like that. You know. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, dude. It's it's really if you want to understand someone and like really get to know them properly, you have to be open to like hearing some shit you don't like, right? Like For sure. Fucking, yeah, have different beliefs than you do. There's a lot of people who just 
like I that have the attitude or the approach where it's like you disagree with me, therefore now I'm mad. Right, right. You know, and it's like that never made sense to me. It's like I'm always interested in like the the opposite argument because you can't you can't only converse or debate or argue with people who share the same viewpoint as you because it's just like you're just like in a giant echo chamber everybody's getting like confirmation bias on all of their different opinions it's like man i want to hear i want to hear some off-color shit like like that (laughs) i don't necessarily agree with i want to see like where people are coming from you know and to understand it and i i understand that not everybody is gonna have the same viewpoint as me and the same values totally totally man it's interesting. I grew up in a way, um, like like exactly like that, right? Like coming from a really traditional background. I know, like you probably didn't come from that type of background, right? Not like, really. No. It's like people only are going to associate with the people that like are similar to them, right? And where I'm like the way I grew up, right? Everyone believes the same thing. We go to the same like temple. We all do the same shit, right? For the most part. So it's like, it's like that's fine, but there's going to be like you know. Like, they came from India, right? So they did things a certain way in India. And when we come here, you know, kids are going to do things differently, right? They're, they grow up with other kids that are brought up in a different, like, setting than them. They have to kind of mesh and learn for themselves, right? But, like, it's always, like, if you took it, sometimes when you bring out of a new idea, right? Like, something that's like kind of a little bit different. It might not even be off-color. It might just be, like, different, right? A different suggestion, it doesn't really go into that machine really well, right? Because it's not what it's used to. So I don't know. It's that, but like if you took a second just to kind of put your guard down, you can learn a lot of different things, right? There, there's probably gonna be bad things out there too, right? But you can learn so much from just like not being narrow scoped. For sure, and I I think that it also, like, provides the opportunity to like change your opinion or like change someone else's opinion. Because I, I, I think people get into this, like, mindset where it's, like, you can't... It, it's okay to, like, admit that you were wrong about something. Right. And it's, like, people feel like you have to hold, your belie- hold on to your beliefs forever. And, like, that's not what being a person is. It's, like, being a person is, like, gathering new information. And you change your opinion based on, like, new information that you're introduced to. Right. And it's, like, yeah, you might be firm on, like, a viewpoint that, like aliens don't exist or like religion or like whatever like broad topic there is it's like i'm i might disagree with you but i'm gonna hear you out because like you might say some shit that convinces me to like change my own opinion dude i mean it's yeah exactly opinions could change right you could or at baseline you could see like potentially see like someone else's point of view Right, and that kind of makes you humbled a little bit, right? So if you can't see from other perspectives too, right, it's gonna be hard for you to grow as a person if you just, like I said, see from the same perspective. But for sure, yeah, I don't know. Even even if you're like, even if you're batshit crazy, like clearly, I'll still, hey, I'll turn still up. like, I still kind of want to hear you out a little bit, you know? <laughs> it's like I'm I'm, I'm like open that. for whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for you. But uh, <laughs> I'll yeah, be back. For sure. Time out. And quick hiatus. And we're live. And we're live. <laughs> um, yeah, man. You know what I find myself doing a lot uh, these days? Just like, 
I don't know if we were talking about this last time, but like what I've been doing is I've been like Googling um, how to plan like different trips and then I'll kind of like map it out like on an itinerary and like just like Google like, hey, I did an Italy trip and I was like, yo, here's a different spot to go to. Here's like a potential like six, seven day trip to take, you know, all the things to do and shit. So I don't know. That's kind of been a fun little thing to do. Are you actually going to capitalize on Dude, any of 100%. Those? As soon as I can, man. I'm Where are you going? I don't know. So I do, I've done Hawaii and Italy um, and, you know, like uh, Thailand, like Phuket, and then like Bali and shit like that. So it's like, it takes kind of a long time if you plan it like just like activity by activity. And now I see why travel agents like make money <laughs> like, do you literally like break it down like this is what i'm gonna do from this time to this time on this day i'm uh, gonna go to this restaurant like i'll do so i won't break it out by like like hourly time stamps you know yeah, what that's i mean crazy. It's, that's crazy that's dude fucking institutionalized <laughs> but um no i'll break it down by i'll break it down just like okay we we get up right we go do an activity you know, like we'll eat breakfast at the hotel or something. We'll go do an activity for the day, whatever it might be. And then we'll come back, eat lunch. Um, and then we'll do like a night thing, like a like a dinner somewhere, or like if there's a night activity to do, you know? Okay. So that's like kind of the general structure. You scope but, out like actual restaurants, like on Google Maps that you're going to go to. Yeah, and how far it takes. What's the, what's the wow. best way to get like Dude. transport and stuff like that? Is, is a, you know, the public transportation system good? Are there taxis? Like... Do you need to have cash on you? Because a lot of places, like the if you let's say you drive, like you rent a car there or something like that, the uh, parking meters don't take like card and shit. Like you have to have the currency, so you need to like get more of that shit. You know, you gotta get the details right, my friend. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that it's you really don't realize like all the different like factors that come into play when you're going on vacation and a travel agent probably like picks up on a lot of those things. Yeah. It's like okay, you're going here. And this is, like, all the unwritten rules of, like, traveling to this place. Like, you're going to need this, this, and this. And yeah. Like, people here do this, this, and this. And don't do this, that, and that, you know. <laughs> don't say this. Yeah. <laughs> don't say this. <laughs> um, yeah, man. But, I don't know, it's been kind of a fun way to just, like, vicariously live through that, you know. the So, uh, what's your number one? Your number one that you're going to, like, execute on? Yeah, I want to do the the Thailand one. Thailand, okay. Yeah. What's what's the day looking like in Thailand? I don't got it memorized, but um, just like the resorts and everything like that to stay at the hotel, um, I have all the those like mapped out the flights and everything like that. Just kind of that, those logistics of it, um, and then in terms of uh, you know the restaurants and stuff like that, I don't I couldn't tell you the names of the places. You know what I mean? Sure, but. Yeah. They, they seem to have like it seems to be like not expensive to to get around there or like to just like eat or any of the the cost of living stuff there doesn't seem to be expensive like coming from america so it seems like you know for your your dollar it goes farther man. see that's pretty cool because it's like different things are probably like way more affordable in other countries it's like okay you come to america and you go to a shitty bar and a, the bud light is six dollars yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you go to like another country and it's probably like alcohol like going out is way way more affordable dude. than it is here dude even like the stay that we booked like not we booked that i like fucking looked up it's like this um in this hotel in Bali, it's like it has it's like a villa with our own pool and a day bed and shit and you know it's like a, this luxury ass shit and it's really cheap to stay there, 
And I'm like, damn, dude. I might as well just live out here, dude. I might just not come back, dude. Pardon my ignorance. Where's Bali? Where is it? Yeah. I, it's probably it's one of those islands. Oh, you don't even know. <laughs> dude, I don't know like exactly where it is, but it's like it's an eight-hour flight from uh, Thailand. From is it by, is it like one of those like island colonies, like kind of by like Thailand and Philippines and all that shit? Yeah, it is. I don't even, are the Philippines and Thailand even near each other? I want to say they're out there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say they're out there, dude. I don't know shit about geography, bro. Yeah. I would. I hear Thailand is like amazing, man. I would really love to, love to go there myself. They have good hospitality. I feel like in those like Eastern countries, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like they, um, they know how to like, put luxury together, kind of, or have your welcome be good, your welcome, your stay be good. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> there's got to be a lot of like. I feel like in those countries, there's a lot of good like street food too. You know, it's like everybody, is out there. And Mark like, they they want your attention, man. Yeah. It's like when there's like ten different Divas. ten different dudes on one street, like all <laughs> making Thai food. So you gotta stand out from the pack. And... What's up, dude? You gotta start doing backflips. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna see some fire breathing. <laughs> Yo, this motherfucker just with a standard taco sitting there. Hell no, dude. You got a contortionist out back. <laughs> Yeah, man. My boy uh, Mark Waynes is out in Thailand. You know that dude I showed you? Oh, yeah. He's a, he, I might catch him just fucking having a face <laughs> orgasm on the street. <laughs> Acting all weird. That guy's goofy, man. <laughs> He's so fucking funny, bro. But you, you like people like that? Like Anthony Bourdain and like all those people who it's like where pretty much all they do is travel? And, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I feel like Anthony Bourdain is like a, a good vibe man, to be. I want to be just like him. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the ending. <laughs> Except for the, I don't know, man. Yeah, the abrupt ending. Yeah, Anthony just, Bourdain was that that one stings yeah because when you look at that from like an outside perspective it's like that dude is living the life that everybody dreams 100%, of. 100 percent, dude. he just travels the world and eats delicious food and meets like really interesting locals who just like immerse him in the culture dude like <clears throat> i always think about how deep his thoughts like must be you know what i mean like he's probably seen so many things met so many different people like heard so many different stories that he's probably super humbled right like he probably just i don't know, has this this different type of mellow that i i don't know right i don't, I don't understand that but he seemed he was seemed like a really interesting dude yeah and it's just crazy that somebody who seemingly has it all like yeah. could be so like depressed and like sad on the inside but who I knows? just I guess that just goes to show you man that for some people it's like no matter no matter what you achieve you're always going to be unhappy <clears throat> Yeah man sometimes it's dude I don't even, I don't know I don't know the guy I don't know what went through his mind or anything like that it's just I don't know sometimes don't you feel like this like, as you get older, you're like, dude, what am I supposed to do with my life? You know what I mean? Type thing. It's Existential like, dread. Yeah, man. It's like, what are you supposed to do right now? Like, what's the point of it? And things like that. But it's kind of I, fun, dude. I agree, man. It's like, I, I'm kind of the same way. It's like, the, the, the older you get, the more you start to question, like, what is the purpose of life? And that's been a really weird experience. Yeah. Like, I... I per- yeah, so, like when you go deep in, deeper into that like thought do you ever feel like what 
like what what is what matters right do you you start i'm not saying nothing matters but you start to really realize that some things do matter some things don't matter i don't know yeah i think it's it's just so different from the experience of being a kid and like Mm -hmm. an adolescent because when you're growing up you're just like you're just so like full of ambition and like hope and like your dreams working out (laughs) and like not to be like pessimistic or anything, but it's like what you envision your life being like as a teenager is way different than what it actually turns out to be. Yeah. And you just have to like adapt and find like new reasons to, to keep going you know (laughs) it's it's kind of it's kind of depressing to say but it's like you really don't understand what the adult lifestyle is like until you're there yeah it's like you you spend your your school life and your college life saying okay i'm gonna do this i'm gonna major in this i'm gonna get um, and i'm gonna get this job and i'm gonna be happy yeah and it's like you achieve all that and it's just like you're still not as satisfied as you thought you were going to be. Right. So you have to like get involved in other things to make you feel more fulfilled. Totally, dude. I was reading this. I just finished this book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, and um, it's it's a good book. It's a, it's like you know it's kind of, it's a little corny. It's a little cheesy, but it's all about it's kind of all about that, dude. It's just um, it it's 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 really all about like making your life about kind of giving back in ways i mean not that like you know you you need to like go give money or build houses for the poor people and shit like that but it's kind of like you you want to like make the most of your time you know why why would you not something like that right i'm not saying like and that takes shape for differently for everybody but it's just kind of fun to be kind of good at something or or try to be good at something um as opposed to not trying you know what i'm saying i don't know yeah, I, I think that the it, it's it's so easy to become complacent and take things for granted, mm-hmm. and I think that that is like the most difficult part of being a human being is is not taking things for granted because you just like get into a routine and like the same things don't excite you or like make you feel the same way as they used to even though you know that it's like your your favorite shit yeah, yeah. and that's why you have to like put more effort into like igniting <sighs> your desire to like do whatever it is that you're interested in yeah man and you have to constantly like be looking for new things too that is like even if you think that something isn't for you it's like i'm still like always down to try it. yeah dude 100% it yeah dude that was you we put it really well I don't know it's 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 really tough sometimes like you said to to keep pushing forward I feel like not tough it's just it, sometimes you question it you know like what's what's next um things like that and I don't know man I I've been thinking about that a lot recently because you know we have a lot more time just kind of with our thoughts these days and stuff like that yeah but I don't know I just try to like you gotta just, like stay positive, dude. People, I feel like it's so easy to be negative by all of the influences we have around us, bro. But you gotta, you gotta really try to stay positive. Otherwise, shit'll get you down. I agree, man. It's it's like having a pessimistic and like myopic outlook on life just becomes like. <laughs> 
it's like a trap that you fall into like the 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 farther and farther you get like in adult life dude you ever talk to someone who is like so for example if i was like if i were to say like oh dude you know like i i like um i like the hondas right and you were like nah man like like toyotas are where it's at you know what i mean you ever talk to somebody that like it's hard to have a conversation with them because pretty much everything you're saying, they kind of just, um, they need to have like that kind of like established dominance type vibe on you. Yeah, I, I think I, I know what you're talking about. It's like they always have to try to substitute what you think is good with like their own opinion of what they think is good. Yeah, and like, because we were talking about like being pessimistic, it's like, dude the funny thing is like one of my one of my uh my buddy's dads is that kind of dude he'll just like you can't you'll be like oh like um kind of um maybe how's it going dude and i'll be like how's it going like what do you mean (laughs) what do you mean how's it going and i'll be like um like any anything new new what's new what do you mean what and i'm like dude and i'll be like um what you eat? What do you mean? What I eat? I ate, and I'm like, okay, man. Like I'm just trying to sit here and have a conversation. I was like, are you like this all the time? Like this would kill me. I was like this all the time. I'm a heart attack, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like some people make it really difficult to have a conversation with. Yeah, dude. Just like I'm just trying to break through, dog. How how, how are you walking around like this? There, dude? Yeah, do this all day. There's like. I feel like there's a certain set of like unwritten rules that you have to follow sometimes with people. It's <laughs> like someone says like what's up? I'm like how are you? You know, it's like you're not going to fucking like burden them with your actual like problems, you know. Yeah, it's just dude. like you just say good I'm and like dying. You shoot the shit. Right? Yeah. I got 5 days to live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like if you're if you're like trying to just have like a passing exchange with somebody. It's like you're not gonna want to. You're not gonna want to like release <laughs> all the skeletons <laughs> in your closet on this motherfucker, or else he's never gonna talk oh, to you like, again. You know, I got a fetish. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, no, no. I like silence is totally fine too. It's just like if I'm in an enclosed space, like yeah, you know, so I gotta say what's up. You know, it's only respectful. And I, I think the workplace is weird like that because it forces you to interact with somebody that you like might not necessarily like try to interact with. Like, like I normally, <laughs> like on, on, the, on like your day to day basis, you know, it, 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 yeah, it really is a test of your like social abilities sometimes, man. Like working in the office setting, dude. How, <clears throat> like how am I gonna like take you seriously at all if like. I just came out the bathroom and you were fucking World War Two. <laughs> I know what you did in there. Damn, you gonna come in and tell me when this is due, bitch? <laughs> Damn. I don't know. Like, especially being like a young, like a young adult too, man. It's yeah. like you know, like like when you're like twenty to thirty, but you're like being put into work situations, or it's like, all right, I have to work with this fucking dude who's like a Vietnam veteran, you know, right now. He fucking like, hates me. What do I What do I have in common with this dude? But I also kind of think that that's like a little bit of the, the beautiful part of it, man. Yeah. It's like, I, I think, like, the, the narrative is that like everybody is like fucking miserable at their full-time job, but like at the same time, it also has like, like the like we're all in this together feel 
you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, it all varies too by situation and stuff like that. I've realized I've, one thing is like if you get a solid set of like people around you that don't really fuck with you, they're kind, you can tolerate them. Like that's a blessing, dude. Mm. Don't don't think like at some point, um, you know, if you're not like euphoric all the time to come to work, it's it, it sucks because, man, it, some there's some fucking annoying people, dude. Some sticklers out there, dude. Some people just don't know how to act right. Like, end of story, dude. <clears throat> And it's just, people just have toxic behaviors that they are unable to control. A hundred percent. And they, they don't do like a reflection and be like, am I burdening the person who's listening to me? You know, like, <laughs> I, I do that. Yeah. If I'm talking too much, I'll be like, you know what? Like, I'll pause for a second if there's any questions. You motherfuckers, like, <laughs> give it a presentation or Got something. Any questions for <laughs> me? Some bitch. But, nah, man, um... Dude, I just forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. It's just like... Some people just like really are, are like lack the self-awareness that they need in, in like the day-to-day like nine-to-five job routine. And it really makes you think like, okay... I, this bitch is, I've worked with her for a year and a half and she has been batshit crazy since day one and she still has not gotten fired. Yeah. Like everyone's talking shit about her. <laughs> Everybody hates her and she's lazy and like doesn't do this shit, but like she still works here and it kind of makes you feel a little bit better like, about yourself because you're like, <laughs> if this chick hasn't got fired yet, like Job security. then I'm fine. You know, <laughs> it's like you you really have to suck like really hard to get fired from a job man yeah which is like something that you don't realize because i i feel like when you initially enter like the the nine to five like workforce you're like so worried about like making mistakes it's like i don't want i don't want anybody to think that i'm lazy here i don't want anybody to think like x y and z about me but it's like (laughs) honestly man like i feel like employers are just looking for people who are show up on time have a positive attitude. Like, don't, like, ruffle people's feathers. Yeah, just do what they're told. Just man. do what you're told. <laughs> and it's like, that's probably, you're probably going to be just fine, man. Dude, like, those few principles that you just laid out, if everyone just followed those strictly, I feel like there would be so much more productivity. But, yeah. like, again, people get so, like, ego-driven at work as well. It's, like, their time to just let it all out, you know, and just show that they're, like, they have like a little bit of superiority or something, whatever, right? It's like everyone needs therapy, dude. Everyone needs a second to just talk it out. I agree, man. It's like there's there's always that that person that is just like always trying to like prove themselves or just like create problems. Like that is another thing that you cannot do. Yeah, just like go against the grain for like no reason at all. Dude, today, so I was, uh, so I had a call, right? It was like a, this like presentation I had to do. And like one of the the people on the other side their like president couldn't make it or something shit like that right so it, it, they were like we'll reschedule right but um then we spent like 15 minutes talking about the weather like we, we were like all right, i was gonna be all right we're good let's get off right but then um they started talking about the weather for like like and i like i was like yes i got 30 minutes back right but dude <clears throat> so we were sitting on the call and like um so this chick goes, oh, yeah, man, I'm in Texas. 
um, and you know, they hit hard with the snow and shit out there, right? And they're like, we had rolling blackouts. I'm like, oh man, you know, shit, that sucks, dude. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, luckily, you know, me and uh, me and my kids, we like, we put the, we put a fire. We have a fireplace. We set the fire up. Um, and I was like, oh, nice. At least like you guys had a fire. And like, yeah. And then you know, we played outside, and we literally got in our canoes and slid down the driveway. And I was like, oh man, you guys made the most of it, huh? <laughs> and they're like, she's like, yeah, we've learned a lot. Like we've made some great memories. Like, great, great pictures. And I'm like, damn. I'm sure, I'm sure that's sweet. And I was like, dude. Like it went on like that for like another 15 minutes before she let me off the fucking call, dude. I was yeah. like, yo, let me off, bitch. That that's the thing, man. It's like you gotta know when, like, when to wrap it up. Oh, shut the fuck up. Just like. It's like... <laughs> It's like you, you want to like initiate enough to like make a connection with somebody or like talk about some shit that's like not work related. Yeah. Because that's another thing, man. It's like certain coworkers, like they only talk about like shit that happens at work, man. It's like you got to you got to like show me that you're a real person like, outside <laughs> of here, dude. Like I don't want to talk about like the same shit over and over. I don't want to talk about that spreadsheet again. Dude. Right, right. Get that on my face. Yeah. It's like you got to find that balance between like connecting with your coworkers on like an off the record basis too, you know? There's like a, there's like a fine balance, you know, between being like, like showing specs of like, you know, like your, your little flair, you know, your personality outside of work in a controlled manner, I feel like. And there's like, there's times to just kind of just like listen to you know like just observe dude just be calm be quiet um like you said do what you're told don't keep trying to do more than that like you see you know do it well and just like fucking move on bro yeah but people just like they're like yes this will take it to the next level and you're like yeah they, they like try to seize oh. every single like opportunity that comes their way and i don't know i think that can get you into trouble sometimes man it's like i, I when you when you're too ambitious i feel like you almost like create more work for yourself sometimes man that's why i'm like in the the do what you're told like this 75 85 percent it's like i'm I'm gonna do what you tell me and i'm probably not gonna do shit else (laughs) (laughs) it's like if if we don't have any problems like i'm gonna do what you tell me and like that's that's probably about it dude i'm gonna go looking for extra work (laughs) right because isn't that that's like someone who's like at work, you don't want to be unpredictable, right? You don't want to be someone. You want to be like a, like you want to be someone who's gonna consistently deliver. So if you ask me to do some shit, I'm just gonna do just that. I'm not gonna do something else you didn't tell me to do. You know what I mean? Because right. like, I'm taking direct orders from you, bro. Yeah, but, it's like I'm not gonna take your assignment as a challenge to prove like how ambitious I am. Yeah, man. But if there's so many like like games at play too that you'll realize there's a lot of little nuances that oh you shouldn't be like saying these things to that person who's connected with who stuff like that it's i don't does that ever happen you know i'm talking about a little bit or no say that again so like (laughs) i know i kind of like danced around some shit but there's there's certain people you probably want to be in good sights with right yeah like like people like you want to impress the right people yeah exactly and like you always want to have a good candor i guess with everybody but there's certain people you're like all right if you got an opportunity to like kind of do some shit with them yeah i know i i definitely agree with that like you might want to go like 
a little bit out of your way to establish an interpersonal relationship yeah. with this person because they might be able to help you like get to where you want to go. Yeah, I definitely I don't forward. see a problem with that at all. Yeah, because yeah. like the that's another thing, man. It's like the the older you get, the more the more you realize how important like relationships with the right people are. Yeah, dude. There's yeah, exactly, and there's such there's so many different ways for you to just kind of be yourself. You know, like. Like, obviously not the way we're, like, talking about, like, all the different topics right now. But there's, like, for example, if, like, you know, you carve out your own little, like, niche. Like, all right, you know, you're known for doing this and doing this well. And, like, when someone else tries to do it, they can't quite do it the way you do it, you know? Then you kind of become, I'm not, dude, they can fucking dust our asses at any time, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, then you become someone who's, like, it, it's probably not worth shifting them around or like, you know, moving them, like getting rid of them, you know? So I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a, a skill you can form, you know, and just like let your particular skill set come to light and just um, do something that no one else can mock and something you can only provide, you know? For sure, man. Yeah, you got to... You got to let people know, like, what your strengths are sometimes, too, you know. Just, just put it on the table sometimes, dude. Yeah, yeah, just everybody <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, dude. But, I don't know, it's, it's the, the work environment is just so fucking interesting to me, dude. Like, why are we not, if we're able to work from home, work from home? Dude, you know what I, you know what I used to think about? Like, imagine, you know, in an office setting, like, trying to take a break. Like, like what do you do? Like, do you just act like you're, like, typing, but you're not really doing it? You know what I mean? Like, because, like, if I turned around and, like, read a book for 15, 20 minutes, like, people would be like, this motherfucker's saying yeah, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> what is this, dude? Breakfast club? You know, but, but like, at home, you know, I could probably, I do that, right? I could take sure. 15 minutes, read a little bit, like, let my eyes take some rest from the screen, you know, come back or do whatever, right? But it's just, like, the the little formalities of the office is so weird bro. that's so true man it's like when, you, when you're in the office you spend your time where you don't have shit to do acting like you got shit to do yeah and you just like supplement that with like going to get a cup of coffee or like going to take a piss or something when like in reality like you're working from home it's like you can actually like do something productive it's like okay i'm gonna do the dishes i'm gonna work out real quick i'm yeah. gonna go on a 10 minute walk or you know do something it just it's i feel like it's so much healthier for like the, the human mind to work from home because you don't have to you don't have to sit there acting like you're trying to do something you can actually do things that are like productive and important dude it, it i feel like it's just way more efficient as well right all those things that you said is just efficient with your time because like compartmentalizing may it could work right for people but you know if you're kind of always doing productive things it um it's obviously going to lead to like shit getting done you know what i mean so i don't know yeah totally and i i actually noticed that like this week it's i i had to go to go into the office because one of my coworkers was out for yeah week, so i had to go in and like cover for her and it's like even as something something as simple as like i come home and eat lunch yeah and i don't do the dishes because it's like i only have a half hour for lunch now because i drive 15 minutes each oh, way right right so it's like i don't do the dishes and then like when i come home from work i don't want to do the dishes you know it's just like i spend all day working but yeah. it's like when i'm here it's like i got time you, you know i can second. i can do the dishes and then it's like when i'm done with work i don't have anything else to clean up 
Right, exactly, dude. That's like a prime example right there, dude. I don't know. It's just, it, it is really efficient. I mean, maybe, I think a lot of people do thrive on that, like, um, that, like, happy hour life, you know, just, like, going to work, you know, hanging out, getting some drinks after work, um, kind of num numbing them, sh them shits out, and then coming back home, but, I don't know, I, I feel like, I don't know, I'm being productive these days, dude, I'm doing the right stuff. I agree, it, and working from home has made it so much easier to work out, too, because yeah. it's, like... You got 20 minutes off. You can bang out some push-ups or like some sit-ups or like do some free weights, man. It's like I, I found it easier than ever to like work out and like live like a healthier life because it's like when you go to the office and you come back, it's like you might like working out might not necessarily be like the top thing on your mind unless you really are disciplined. You know? Yeah, you're tired out, man. You're tired out. And dude, there's so many different little things that people are doing like getting like a like a peloton you know or a, a stationary bike just get on it for every now and then you know you're what the fuck else are you doing if you're, you're just home or yeah i mean there's so many options man we got a little treadmill like a little mini treadmill and i look like a idiot on it I look like shrek dude it's, it's you so, and Alyssa got one yeah it's so small dude it's like a mini treadmill um i just i get my ten thousand steps in every day and just fucking it takes me f like 14 and a, and a half minutes to walk a mile so I just when did you get that i got it like for Christmas, I don't know. I got it like right on Christmas or like right around that time. How small are we talking, dude? It's probably like it's probably only like four feet four or five feet long, so it's like really short. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like probably yeah, like this big, and you know, like the the handle is just like a couple of buttons. It's not even a screen, so it's just like kind of like a walking pad. You know okay. What I mean? and, <laughs> Um, it's like a little like flimsy rail, but dude, every day I'm on that bitch, just fucking. <laughs> you walk. probably look like such a goon, dude. On that I'll show you. I'll, I'll do a video next time. Man. I look like an idiot. Where is it? Like, where'd you put it? It's like so. There's this little sliver next to like um, Alyssa's side of the bed. And it's like, in your bedroom. It's my bedroom. <laughs> Catch me just spinning around, fucking <laughs> moonwalking backwards, dude. Dude, I watched all the Bourne movies on that bitch, dude. Mm. <laughs> like, I would just like. Every, if I want to, on like a weekend, if I just taking a break, you know, from like all these hit workouts and shit I'm doing, I just like walk on that thing for like an hour and get my 10,000 steps and watch Jason Bourne dude, movie. That's a, that's a good idea. Yeah, man. It's really fun, dude. I might steal that from you. I mean, it's all with, with how easy it is to like watch TV or like watch movies or watch Netflix or whatever it may be. It's like there's some exercise that you can be doing like while doing that. Yeah, so pretty much like <laughs> if you're not doing it like exercising these days, like I mean, minus the people who can't like afford the shit, but if you can like if you can afford like a workout equipment and you don't have something, like bro, you kind of fucking a piece of shit, dude. Like, <laughs> like get, get your shit together, you're, like move around a little bit, dude. <laughs> yourself some of them elastic bands or hey, something dude I, I got some of them resistance bands too dude what do you do with those you like put them on a door handle and it comes with this like so i got they got the handles right so it comes with like this door stopper oh, okay just, like hook it on the door you can just like you know do fucking all the shit with it but um yeah dude it's like there's options i got a couple free weights i'm interested in those i got free weights oh man also, i got those uh i got those perfect push-up things too you ever nice. use those yeah yeah dude those are awesome Dude, those are really good, man. I haven't. I actually have. I totally forgot about those. Really? Dude. Yeah, I had a few before, but um, how, how like how, do you do them like wide and close and all the different ways? No, not really. I just kind of 
just like do straight up like shoulder length or something yeah. you know and i'll do like all right like yeah. three sets of 30 reps you know oh nice dude just kind of get it done get your time that's cool dude <laughs> not all i don't do 30 at once i'll do like sets of 10 bro you just said three sets of 30 oh well, no no okay so i'll, I'll 10, do 10 dude. i'll do 10 10 10 and that's one set okay wait but I'm, I'm not doing like 30 like in one go i'm doing like 10 so you're doing I'll three rest. sets of 10 but like nine times right? yeah all right dude that's what you that's, that's you're making you it sound like I'm out here doing like 30 like without stopping and that would be impossible you think so dude those I'll go do dude, those right perfect push-ups are hard man dude, we go back upstairs I'll oh I'll do 30 shit. Of them right now dude. I'd like to see that yeah dude push-ups are good I've been doing those I do those every day and then some uh I've been doing the pull-ups man I like the pull-ups you gotta get a pull-up bar dude I used to have one but I feel like it's my pull-ups are so hard to get into because the first time you do it, you're just like, okay, I did four, and I'm a massive fucking piece of shit, <laughs> and I never want to do this again. <laughs> dude, you know the way you described, um, like, skinny jeans to me, or, like, your jeans? You know how you were like, it's like whoa, a slim... Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, let's get into it, dude. No, go ahead. <laughs> you know the way you're describing it to jeans, me? Homeboy. <laughs> Like how you were like, dude, like it's like a slippery slope. Like I'll get, <laughs> yeah. like, get tighter and tighter jeans. Yeah. Like that's kind of how it is with like pull-ups, I feel like. Like once you start like being able to do a few, you kind of just like want, I don't for me personally, I just kind of want to start doing more, dude. I want to like see how many I can do and shit. So how many can you do in like one set of pull-ups? I'm at um 17. Like underhand, overhand, uh, or like... The wide grips. The wide grip, overhand. Yeah, so like... But so when I was like looking up how to do them, like you gotta you gotta like go down and like disengage and then come back mm -hmm. up. Like it's not like I'm just kind of like pumping real fast, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing them really slowly and I'm disengaging at the bottom. So, so you're doing quality. Yeah. So I do them slowly, so it's extra painful. Like by the time I get to 17, I feel like if I just did them fast, I could probably do like 25. Sure. No, but that's good though, because like when you're at home, you're not trying to like flex on nobody, man. You're just all about like hey, the proper technique and shit. Slow it's down, like, everybody. We're at the gym. You're probably trying to bust out like an extra 10, <laughs> <laughs> trying to show up the dude next it's, to you. You know, you dude, you judge people. Like, I don't want to say I have a newfound respect for, like, that type of shit. I just, I try not to, like, really be super vain when I'm at the gym, right? I'm not trying to, like, just constantly, like, fucking flex out and stuff like that. Yeah. But when I'm at home, like, I will definitely, like, slow everything down. And kind of just, I'll look at myself in the mirror while I'm working out. And I'll be like, am I doing this right? Yeah. You know? And so it's easier to do that shit. Like, if I'm... You know, you would never notice, like, whatever, if you're doing a bicep curl, not that I'm swole or anything. Like, <coughs> God bless you. Thanks. Um, like, it, are you doing the right thing at the end? Are you, like, are your elbows in? You know, things like that, the proper Yeah, that's, that's what I always think about. It's like, am I, am I, like, really isolating, like, the proper muscle group? Yeah. Because it's like, when you... When you're doing curls, it's, like, really easy to, like, use your shoulder like or, like, use, like, a different muscle group to, like, help mm -hmm. you, like, get it out. But I think it's a lot easier to focus on, like, doing the right thing, like, when you're at home because what else are you going to do? <laughs> man, I'm just ready to get back up and uh, start crossing your ass up. Yeah, man, I... Drop a few brain drops it's, on a, it's a lot harder to get your cardio in in yeah. the winter. No, dude. There, I'll send you a few workout videos, man. You gotta. I want to see you just like fucking. What? 
Dude, I've been doing these like uh, these hit videos at home, man. Like these. So I, I honestly do. There's one like called uh, Court of Force. I'm like. It's like on the beach body app. It's like a Muay Thai like fucking inspired workout. It, oh, so it's just up, like dude. a bunch of karate. Yeah, it's like kicks and stuff like that. But it, dude, it'll it'll tire you out, man. It's it's really tough. It'll get you going. It'll get you going. So I've been doing a lot of that type of shit, dude. There's a lot of like these like you know female instructors, dude. They have good videos out there, dude. Oh, I will yeah. not lie to you. Um, <laughs> get your cardio in. <laughs> Dude, you're not gonna be laughing when I fucking I'm... hit the twenty-one zero when it comes up. <laughs> you fucking huffing and puffing, dude. It's it's always a struggle. It's always a struggle, like at first, getting back into the routine of like getting cardio in. Because I probably haven't I haven't ran since like the the weather last you know. dusting. Yeah, we probably yeah we probably played in like october or something i don't know over at um over at nike yeah that was fun dude that was i was really fucking glad the weather was looking up that day dude <clears throat> yeah i'm excited i mean I, next week it's gonna be like in the 40s man. yeah that's dude like, as soon as it gets like 40, that's like borderline like playable weather but like if the courts are not like all like sure. soaked out right yeah we i'm definitely down to play it's fucking mounds of snow everywhere <clears throat> But yeah, Nike's fun, dude. The, the when the lights are on and it's like nighttime. Yeah, you got a lot time to play, dude. Give extra love to the the parks that have the lights, you know. The grips are good on the court. Dude. <laughs> yeah, they they do it right over there. <laughs> but yeah, man, that'll be fun. I um, I don't know which uh, which uh style of 21 are you leaning towards right now come on style come on. which know, which man. which flavor of 21 are you trying to free play? throws is more fun doing the free throws but uh the busting dude the, the busting the, the will always busting, get you the busting be getting <laughs> me man <laughs> yeah dude it's always so funny how like how how stupid it gets like right around when we get to like 12 or something <laughs> like start it's just such a like stupid like petty game man. <laughs> yeah. it's like okay you can't end on this number and you gotta gotta uh, hit the rim on this free throw but not make it you know it's, it's and if you don't hit the rim you're back your ass is back to zero yeah. <laughs> i don't know fucking bogus ass shit it's dude it's a funny game dude and i also I'm yeah. just playing with other people too, you know. That's, that's been a that's been a thing. Dude, you remember we played that one time um, with at, it was at Nike and we played with that one dude who like had just gotten like heart surgery. And yeah, his kids. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they thought they were about to fucking dust us up. <laughs> like, dude, they sucked so bad, man. <laughs> They like stopped in the middle of the game. They're like, "All right, let's go home." I was like, "All right." Oh, man's clutching his chest. <laughs> like, let's go. We done. We done. Like, All right, man. Like, good game. Oh, dude, you just like run into some really funny characters on the basketball court, man. Yeah, man. It's like sometimes when you just play fundamental like basketball, like it'll you could just do wonders with that you know Dude, what I mean? yeah if everyone just passes and moves i think we'll win you know but it's like everyone gotta be fucking doing the behind the back shit fucking 
with a head bob. <laughs> it's just yeah, it, it's really it's really an interesting dynamic because you always got like the the ball hog dude who's like trying to score like every point, and it's like like on an individual basis, this dude might be way way better than everybody else, but when it comes down to it, you know, like the the team play is gonna win. Yeah, dude, <clears throat> it's a. Uh... I don't know. It's it'll be fun to get out there and play. I remember that one time we went to that Y a couple times, right? Mm. A couple times. I think the last time we went, it just kind of turned into like a free for all. Like everyone just throwing up shit. Yeah. Everyone was good, man. There was some motherfuckers doing some crazy shit. Out yeah. There. But um, it's just like not fun after that, you know. Everyone's just on it. For the first few points, it's always competitive. <laughs> but yeah, man. I don't know. What's uh? You got any? You going anywhere anytime soon? Any any plans? I don't think I have any vacations planned right now. Um, got a few like bachelor parties and weddings to go to, but yeah, you know, pretty much like all those got delayed, and like now they might be getting delayed again. You know, because mm-hmm. there was my, like my one buddy Matt, like he had his wedding scheduled in. Uh, was I think it was like May of this last year. Yeah. And he rescheduled it for I think May of this year. And it's like already looking like that might not be reasonable. Yeah. Know? Which is crazy to think about. I don't know, it's interesting. Like I don't know what the rules are on like gatherings. Do you? Mm. Uh I at this point, no. I mean, I, I don't. I don't really deal with that stuff. What's like, the, what's the like? What would be the you think would be the rule on like, a group of people who are like all vaccinated? Yeah, I don't know, man. So the the CDC just last week came out and said like, if you're vaccinated and exposed to a case, ninety days after you've completed your vaccine series, you don't have to quarantine. Oh, really? Which, yeah, that was, like, a huge thing because, like, prior to that, all the rules were, like, you pretty much have to be doing the same shit. You Mm -hmm. have a mask, you have a social distance, you have to quarantine if you're exposed to a case, even if you're vaccinated. So, like, everybody was like, what the fuck is this even changing, you know? Um, But now, yeah, they actually recently just changed that guidance last week. Nice. On the CDC, so. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the specific group restrictions are, but if if everybody at, a, at an event is vaccinated, I mean, it's all good. You pretty right? much got nothing to worry about, like on your own accord. I mean, there there is still like some evidence that says you know you might be able to spread it asymptomatically even if you're vaccinated, but um, that's just because they don't know enough to say otherwise yet but if everyone's vaccinated like your risk of being critically ill is pretty much eliminated so yeah i mean like for your buddy's wedding like i don't know how available it'll be but you know it could possibly like just be a suggestion be like hey look dude sure but everyone just get vaccinated yeah i mean if i i got the vaccine and i got no problem like doing anything at this point you know it's like i i might be a little hesitant to like hang like spend a lot of time around my parents or something like that just because the risk of like asymptomatic infection technically but like 
after they get vaccinated, you know, it's like, I, shit, man, like, pretty much anything good. goes at that point. Yeah, man. I mean, they just, you know, everyone should just be patient and wait their turn and get their vaccine, bro. Like, I'm waiting on mine, bro. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna change, change a lot eventually. Yeah, I, I was thinking that, like, it's gonna see, it's gonna be funny how to see everyone uh, assimilates back into, like, normalcy, right? Like, there's gonna be some people that jump right back in, right? Just all right, like, you know, just get right back to it. Mm. Probably people, some people are going to, like, really, like, kind of just dip their toe and, like, slowly ease in. Yeah. Probably everything in between, you know? Yeah, everyone's kind of processing it differently. Like, some people are really, really, like, overly anxious about it. It's like, you... you I don't know, man. It's like you got to take things seriously, but at the same time, you can't let it like completely destroy your life, you know? <laughs> yeah. Every- it's like it's, it's not going away anytime soon. And it's like at, at some point, you're just going to have to like accept the risk that you might get COVID, mm-hmm. honestly. Damn. Yeah, man, we should go do some shit. We should go do something. Get a little buck somewhere. Get the other two bitch boys. <laughs> get on the ride along, dude. Yeah, man. I don't know. It, it, I feel like it'll it'll be fine once you know I get vaccinated. We can go somewhere, do something like a little stupid. Maybe I don't know. Go out to like Cali or Seattle or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like personally. Like, ever since I got vaccinated, it's like, I'm not really hesitant about anything, like, to go anywhere. I mean, it completely changes your perspective. Yeah. Because, like, before I was vaccinated, I was, like, I mean, I was being safe about it. Yeah. You know, yeah, I was, sure. like, avoiding, like, unnecessary risks. You know, I'm not trying to, like, go to the bar or, like, be in a large gathering or anything like that. It's like I might have, like, a, a person or two over to, sure, like, hang yeah. out and, like, do normal shit because i you know I, I trust like the people that i hang out with and but it's like now it's like i'm i'm ready for like anything to like open back up you know it just it's really, being vaccinated really does change your mindset yeah man i i feel like you can with everyone you talk to they you can hear a sense of like relief right like mm-hmm. a breath of it, breath of fresh air so yeah i'm just yeah like Everyone, it's making its way around, dude. I read, I read this thing on Facebook that um, uh, Joe Biden, um, like he had enough, bought enough vaccines to vaccinate all of America already. You know, really? So just, yeah, I don't. It was on his little Facebook page, but you know how crazy he can be at times. Sometimes he just be saying shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, or he might have been sleeping or something. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he said that. He said that on his Facebook page. Yeah, I mean that's that's reassuring. It's just it's just a matter of you know ad- administering all of them because like even even us at the health department, we're still running into like supply issues. Like the the doses are still like extremely limited, but yeah. you know like hospitals and pharmacies are like starting to get them now. So I, the way I see it, man, it's like it's the same thing as testing. Like, when the pandemic started, like, there was no testing even available. Right. And then it was, like, 
IDPH had the tests and we literally had to like authorize every single test that was being run at the local level because like you're a person of interest or you had traveled to Wuhan or whatever, you had contact with the case. That was the only way you could get tested. Mm -hmm. Um, But now it's the same thing with vaccines. It's like everybody and their mother wants the vaccine and they're calling about the vaccine. But you have to like, you know, get do it in the right priority groups and make sure yeah. that like the highest risk people get it first. But before we know it, you're going to be able to get that shit done at Jewel Osco, man, you know? And I, I just think that the availability of the vaccine is going to be exponential Yeah. in the same way that the COVID testing is available. That's a good it's example. It's like now you can get a, a fucking COVID tested Mariano's hey. while you're at the deli, dude, you know? It's while like- you're at the hot bar, get some mac and cheese. <laughs> So I yeah exactly man you just gotta wait for it all to catch up exactly yeah it's 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 a process and like, like everybody's got to be patient but like I definitely like see the light at the end of the tunnel for once you know hundred percent dude they um so my 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 parents actually got it and they were like yo they've been sending me links to like yo sign up on here and get the shit get the shit and i'm like yeah dude you know what if um if it's easily available i'll go get it but i feel like i just i feel like i would just do everyone justice if it i'll know when it's available you know what i mean Mm. i'll go get it when it's available it's like if we all did this like swindling shit like it would it would not go to the right people, you know what I mean? Dude, I, I hear you, man. There was I just saw a headline today. It's like two people got caught dressing up as like old people because they no. wanted to go get vaccinated, man. It's like that's that's, that's kind of bogus, man. That's next level, dude. It's that's like, too much. You're stealing that vaccine from someone who needs it way more than you do, which is uh, fucked up. Damn. fucking threw on the gray hair (laughs) yeah hair called sack wig damn (laughs) that's some bullshit pretty funny though that's like the that's like the pettiest like headline that i've seen in the news recently god damn dude yeah dude but the 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 normalcy part of it's gonna be really nice dude the traveling part of it i know we always go back to that but that's going to be one of the funner parts for me. Again, go see a fucking Louis C.K. show right off the bat. Yeah. Let him fucking whip it out in front of us, do his thing. You start to forget what it was like to experience things like that, man. It's like we're so detached from the the normal world that, that we lived in. You know, it was it's like over it's been like a year and two months since covid was like a national concern Mm -hmm. and it's really easy to forget what real life was like over that time frame and you start to forget like the happiness that doing normal things brings to you so once everything like opens up it's gonna be a it's gonna be a beautiful thing man <laughs> dude 100 i i feel like you know this sounds really stupid like doing shit will will have to come back into style dude you know like everyone who didn't do shit like fun shit like go do fun shit all the time you know like go see a fucking play go 
to go to a comic show, go watch a movie in a movie theater. Yeah, you know, go do go do a bunch of stuff because, like for for a, a short period of time here, we didn't get to do shit. You know, we had to stay in, and all those things were taken away, man. For sure, man. Yeah, it's. I think it's gonna encourage a lot more people to you know be more social and yeah. get out of the house and take advantage of like it's almost like rebirth to a certain extent hey. so you got a whole new world of opportunity out there yeah dude i don't know it, it it should hopefully snap a few click a few things in for people yeah for me it definitely did man yeah i think it's gonna change a lot of people for the better maybe you know it's gonna just, yeah. just make people realize everything that they were potentially missing out on. <clears throat> Could have said it better myself, big boy. <laughs> All right, man. You want to go get a... Let's call it. FIFA? Let's call it. Let's do it. All right, boss.